we're recording. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Austin. How's it going? Hi, Sophia. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So what Disney have you been watching? <laughs> Before we so really interrupted ourselves. Um, so sorry about that. I was just going to tell you that I um, was hanging out with my younger brother today, who's three and darling, but also a bit of a tyrant um, when it comes <laughs> okay. to the remote. <laughs> Yeah, so we were watching a lot of Disney this morning. He was watching um, The Lion King, which always makes me really sad. I can't watch it. And then he also started watching um, Vampirina, which is <laughs> Disney Junior. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I think but she's I don't watch Disney Junior, so that probably explains it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like the cool kids just sitting around <laughs> indulging. <laughs> what have you been up to? So, as I was saying before, we're finally recording on a weekend. I didn't work today. I slept in, so I'm all refreshed, and I'm not going to be all blah the whole episode. You're I'm never blah. <laughs> You're never blah. It's always a <laughs> fun time. Yeah, I'm happy that we're recording on a weekend. I feel good. I feel fresh. This is also the fourth time we've recorded in the last two weeks, which is great. It's so great. I, I feel like um, we spend so much time reading that there is a lot of time to, like, get these catch-up intervals so i'm happy like you said last week too it's like we're back in class again like i know i know i really miss like the chance to get to see you and kate like on frequent occasions i i guess you know you take it for granted while you're in school because you're so preoccupied like dreading assignments and due dates but it is a really good time to see COVID. now it's even worse too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Hopefully, like, this is, like, we very excitingly, Health Canada approved um, the first vaccine on Wednesday. So that's super beautiful. I, I definitely cried when I saw the news just a little bit, but I was just, like, really happy. Um, Try to see it here. <laughs> <laughs> just one single trickle. No, um, yeah, I'm the kind of person, my eyes leak when, like, really good or really bad things happen. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was just at work and then I got that notification on my phone and I was like, wow, who's cutting onions in here? Is it just me? Um, (laughs) but it was great. So that's exciting. Hopefully things start looking up. So what have you been reading this week since we last talked? What have I been reading? Austin, I treated myself, um, and I placed 30 holds at the library. (laughs) Why did I do that? treat yourself um no a lot of them are actually nonfiction, which is funny because I am not a nonfiction gal as we know um but a lot of them are about like uh genealogy and writing family history because that's something I'm trying to get into um, I, imagine, I, I imagine genealogy is like the genie from Aladdin studying <laughs> <laughs> uh, genies and myth and stuff iconic no it, it's not that fun um no but that's really yeah, I think it will be. I think that like, um, I'm I'm kind of like, uh, like a lot of my friends are really lucky in the sense that like, they're like Canadian a couple generations back, so they kind of know a lot about like their place in the region. But like I'm like the first generation born in Canada, so um, it's going to be interesting to see how to do genealogy in other countries because my parents are both from two different countries. So, yeah. I'm excited about it. And I also finished reading um, by Meg Cabot, which... That was going to be a lead-up. 
Yeah, no, no offense, Austin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was really funny because I thought I had finished. Um, so I marked it finished on Goodreads like a while ago. And then I, I went to put it on my bookshelf and I was like, oh, there's a bookmark in it. That's silly of me. And then I looked and I had 20 pages left. And I just thought, I right. had, like, so anyway, I myself and finished that. It was really cute. Um, she's the author by, like, who wrote The Princess Diaries, which was obviously okay. 70% of my personality is because of that movie. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good book. <laughs> It's about a librarian. Um, it's a romance with a librarian on a little island, like I think it's like the Key West in Florida. Romance libraries and islands. Boom! The trifecta, the holy trinity: libraries, romance, tropical weather. What more could a girl ask for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I could ask for a COVID vaccine too. That's true. That's true. What have you been reading, Austin? So I started last night reading Krampus, which we talked about in our Christmas episode. I love it. And it's interesting. Good interesting? It's odd. I, I'm not too far into it yet, but it seems like they're trying to take a really serious, like, dark mm-hmm. take on Santa Claus. Oh. So different. <laughs> That'll get you in the holiday spirit. Don't worry about it. I'm committed to finishing it before Christmas, though, so. Whoa. Okay. Well, tell me how it goes. I really want to read it, too. I think I think that's kind of what I expected. Like, I, I think, were you telling me that it's, like, based on, like, some folklore in, like, okay. Germany. Oh, yeah. That would be a lot then, probably. Like, huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I yeah, to... I can let you borrow it. Oh, thanks. I want a book club episode. <laughs> yes. That's our Christmas festive episode. I want to see the movie too. The movie's good. The movie's not like based on the book or anything, but okay. more like a comedy horror kind of take on it, which I was expecting for the book, mm-hmm. but. But not so much. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't give you nightmares. That's always the goal. <laughs> Christmas Eve, like, oh my God, crap, it's coming for me. <laughs> The classic. Can you hear my dog? No. Yes, I can. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is our guest for this week. Our special feature. Yeah. Jean-Claude, the French bulldog. So, it's the most wonderful time of year. Yes, it is. Which is always a good time to buy books. Yeah, it is. Which is going to be our topic for this week. So, I guess we'll start off, like buying books for ourselves okay which we kind of talked about in other episodes but yeah we can kind of more, more depth into it totally now we're gonna confess <laughs> this <laughs> is it this is the the episode i know you're a big library person so you probably save a lot of money that way so that's nice you would more or less <laughs> so i don't know i don't know um yeah probably it does save me lot money in the long run um I am a big library user, but when it comes to buying books, like, I mean, obviously, like, I'm a huge chapters girl. Um, That was kind of like, both my parents really took me there as a child. That was kind of like our, like, one-on-one special time. Like, we would go pick out a book, sit and have, like, a coffee. Um, Yeah, 
What about you? Did your parents bring you to bookstores a lot? My grandma did, actually, when I was younger. Nice. Me and my sister. That's a- I, sorry, bad. <laughs> she lives in Mississauga, so I had one of those big chapters I could never like go to when I was at home or anything. So that right. was always really fun. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. There's something magical about, like, I don't know. We had, like, a nice chapters. It shut down. Now it's, like, been absorbed into Indigo and whatever deal that was. Um, that later on. I know. It's, it's sad. We'll talk about it later. But um, we had one. And, like, I remember distinctly, like, I started taking the bus by myself when I was, like, 12. And, like, we would go, like, either downtown where I would hit, like, um, one of my favorite, like, previously loved used bookstores. And then I also found out that the bus route directly from like outside my neighborhood would go straight to chapters. And I was there all the time, Austin. I have a <sighs> funny story about the you know, bulk food store behind where that indigo used to be. Yes. When Kate and I first moved to Waterloo, we didn't know all the bus stuff. Uh-huh. So we got a bunch of groceries from that bulk food store what? and didn't know how the buses work. So we walked all the way home from the all the way up King Street, it started raining, and it was oh, not no. a good time. Oh, my God, Austin. That's not even a funny story. That's so sad. <laughs> it's so... funny now. It's funny at the time. The 201 and the 7 go straight. That's so – I feel so bad. I should have, like, like texted you as, like, your, like, KW friend to let you know that. Was... We first started being friends, so I didn't want to make myself look stupid by asking. <laughs> you never looked stupid. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. We're that day. We're hugging all our girls on the street. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to ask, too. You said you made 30. You booked, checked out 30 books from the library. Yeah, I did. How many of those do you think you'll actually finish before the due dates come? Okay. I'm going to bet all of them. It's you. I, I don't think so. I think that's very generous. Um. No. So the thing is right now, because of COVID, our public library has been very generous with their like extension of due dates, um, oh. which is great. Like unless it's like something that's like they have like express items, which like you're only supposed to have for a week because they're popular new releases and they want to give everyone a chance to use them. But other than that, I think it's about two weeks anyway, two to three, not sure. But they're really good at renewals. And Again, like the nonfiction ones, I don't think I'll be reading the whole thing. I think I'll just be looking for sections that are relevant to what I'm looking for. But I also, in in that pile, I'm like looking over here. Um, I also found one uh, that's like an unauthorized biography of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. And that's like a big volume. And you can bet I'm going to be reading that thing front to back because it's too important to me not to fully absorb it. What do you find like unauthorized books mm-hmm. that change like your opinion on it when you're reading it are you like this person isn't really an expert because they didn't have anything to actually do with the creation of the book but it makes me trust it more okay. <laughs> i here's why um i don't i don't like not trust biographies but if you're writing something about your own work or like something that's authorized you've gotten approval from the creator that's great but they're not going to approve stuff they don't like that's um, true so I think I take both with like a grain of salt because either way, like unauthorized, obviously they don't know the full story, but I like what they do know. And then authorized, I'm like, okay, well, this is everything that's been approved by you to share. Uh-huh. So either way, sense. it could be missing stuff. It's juicy. It's salacious. It's like the tabloid of biographies. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay. So back to the topic for this week. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I got too excited. 
Yeah, you said you're a big, big chapters girl. I am. Um, <laughs> I think that like too, because we're talking about this in December, like I'm thinking about like gifts I buy people and I don't tend to buy books from like, like used bookstores for people just because like, I know people don't mind, like it's the, it's the thought that counts. And like, I have been in a situation where I found like, um, like a vintage cover of something that I think someone would appreciate or like my, my boyfriend is like super into like kind of sustainability. So he doesn't like mind getting used books to him. It's like, Oh, like that's so nice. Like he doesn't think of it that way. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, so I, I think that like the attitude is changing around that because people are just more aware. Like even when we're on Bookstagram, I've been seeing like conversations about people pondering kind of the waste that goes into like our community, you know, turning to eBooks because of space, because of like how much printing and uh-huh. like stuff they're consuming. Um so yeah, it's just been really interesting. Like I definitely think that like used books, maybe in the future, more people won't mind getting them as gifts. And like a lot of people in your life wouldn't. I think it's just a me thing when I'm going out to like buy a gift. I'm like, oh, it should be like new, obviously. But you know. I do the same thing. I like to have the new book. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're a real reader, by the time you finish that book, it's going to look like you bought it from a used bookstore anyway. Well, Austin, I, I don't know because I have been on like a mission in the past like few years to like leave my books that I've purchased looking like they could have come off a shelf at Indigo. Like I want them to look pristine. When I like (laughs) lend books out to people, I like put a bookmark in the back so they don't have to dog ear any pages. So you need to get to a guest list. You lent me a bookmark to it. (laughs) It's automatic now. I like, I'm like so paranoid. I think like once when I was in like, (laughs) Well, I trust you. I know you're like a reader, but like when I like lend them to other people in my life, like I'm always like, oh, just in case. I think that like I lent one of my favorite books to someone in elementary school and they returned it and they had like dropped like food on it or something. And they like had like bent all the pages and I was like, what happened? Like, and I was like, never again. (laughs) I got to prepare. That's one thing. I, every time I take a hardcover book out, I always kind of don't want to because I always take the slip cover off first of all me too and by the time I finished like the corners are always worn away and it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> no. I know and it's so funny because it's like that's a sign of love like that's a beautiful book right there like I'm not trying to like shade on those books because I have them on my shelf as well like when I buy them used or when a book has stayed with me like since I was like 12 like they look rough um uh-huh. I appreciate that it's just sometimes I also like to look at like crisp ones like crisp fresh books <laughs> like I don't know so so yeah that's that's it that kind of ties back to our bookshelf episode from last week is sometimes you just take a step back and just look at your bookshelf and be like wow that's really beautiful yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it totally is I I definitely think there's something about it I don't know um I'm gonna ask you something so okay kind of relating to this but kind of not (sighs) have you ever gotten a book either used or from like a library and you loved it so much you bought a new copy that's a good question I usually kind of do it in reverse actually I'll buy a new copy like an indigo or something and Mm -hmm. I'll see a used bookstore a really nice version of it and I'll buy that one along with the one I have already yeah and this ties back to, okay, a couple of weeks ago, you made this awesome post on our story 
and it was like talking about how many editions of like different like books you own so like I think there is like a couple issues of um was it Paradise Lost uh-huh yes I think I have four four versions of Paradise Lost that's iconic like <laughs> I I have that with I have two copies of Little Women and then I have a couple copies of like books by Stephanie Perkins as well and it's so funny because I like when I'm a fan of an author and I like see different covers so oftentimes like when we would go visit like family in Ireland I would be there and I would see a book in the airport that has like a completely different cover than the North American version and that one's prettier and I would, <laughs> sometimes I would just get that one because I I will totally keep like more than like there's something about like the aspect of like collecting them maybe I don't know uh-huh. Like, maybe because I wasn't allowed to, like, watch or play Pokemon as a child. Now I'm trying to, like, you know, be able to collect something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I find with, like, older works, too, like Paradise Lost and stuff like that, I like to have used versions instead of, like, once you get from Indigo, which is kind of, like, just a trade generic paperback cover, which I find kind of doesn't fit with the book, I think. Yeah. I know it like does the job like it's it's doing what it, what it needs to do but like I think too like there's such a like admiration and passion for classics just because like either they've been passed down through generations or you know people fall in love with them on their own but there's so many beautiful covers and I kind of feel the same way about it like as you were saying because I have a like a ton of classics from Indigo that do have like a, like a just a basic cover and it look kind of looks like the equivalent of like, like publisher clip art. <laughs> like, like there's uh. just drawings of like people like outside or in a parlor. And I'm always like, I wish that I had waited and just like invested in a nice copy. I do that all the time too. <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay, like sometimes it's like you just want to read the book itself. Like, yes, we should never judge a book by its cover, but like I do, I do. Totally. Like that saying. Myth. I'm gonna stick that for the day I die. <laughs> Put that on your tombstone. Um, no, I agree. Austin, 1997 to whenever, judge books by their cover. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's gonna walk by and be like, "Wow, he sounds like very judgmental." And you were like, "No, I was literally talking about books." But that's fine. My uh, my gravestone too, like Austin Grant, husband, father, podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a legend, a legend. Um, yeah. So I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about maybe, like, for my birthday this year, treating myself to, you know, how I feel about Brontes. And I have just really generic, well-loved, like, they look trash. Like, they're, like, covered in sticky notes. They're highlighted all over the place. I got them for, like, three for 17, whatever, at Indigo. But I really want, like, nice covers because I think that Jane Eyre is, like, one of my favorite books of all time. And I'm like, she deserves a cute cover. Well, going back to thinking about classics being used, I kind of like when classics look kind of beat up because it kind of goes with the the classic aesthetic, I guess oh. you could say. Oh my gosh, you are totally like a future museum coordinator. You're like, yes, give me the antique. <laughs> it's so fun. So yeah. we were you were talking about ebooks before. Okay. Are you a big ebook person? No. Are you? Okay. No, not. I like I tried really hard and like sometimes like I I have purchased ebooks before which always surprised me because I never thought I would honestly um but I think going back to my roots as a as a big fan fiction um consumer in my youth 
Patreon page one day. Nobody <laughs> needs to find that page. That was like I a stone as well. Oh God. Um <laughs> and other podcasts here found Sophia's fanfiction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um no, that's something we never need to revisit. But I I was used to reading a lot on the screen and it wasn't formatted well. Like it was literally just like you were reading like a word doc on a website. Like it was really basic. So I I would have thought that I like my reading habits would have translated better to ebooks because at least they look like a book and they're like, you know. Um, I have bought one or two, but they were like mostly like I found this really cool historical fiction one. It was about like Hatshepsut, um, uh. which is like my gal. I like her a lot. And so I found that one for free, loved it. And then I ended up purchasing the second in the series, which is like only like five bucks. Yeah, yeah um, I find they seem to be a lot cheaper, which so much. I, would, but I just can't. I can't do it. Like, I, I find it never anything. I can never concentrate on it. Like even when we were in school. Yeah. And profs would give us like PDF versions of articles. I would always want to print them off so I can yeah. actually like hold them. That was like my favorite of like you showing up to class with like 45 pages printed out and you're like <laughs> highlighting things. I was like, he's such a good student. I, I wish that I had that dedication. I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> but then um, by fourth year, you would come into class and you would have your laptop and you would be like highlighting it on the. On yeah, I got to after a while. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I felt too. I was like, um, yeah, it's so great that like this prof didn't assign like a $400 textbook for this course, but I'm still spending like $100 printing out all these readings. Um, you know what I think was the biggest ripoff from university? What? Those course readers, where it was just like a collection of different articles that so they could have just put online just as easily. I know that's probably not the prof's fault that they have to use those, right? It's like this. No, it's uh, a choice. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Austin. I don't name someone... any names, but. <laughs> <laughs> Goes off. Cool. I'm like. A one but yeah um no I think that like when they do the course packs like there is an option to find the readings like on your own it just takes more time but like uh, again you and I work in libraries so we know that the like the, the magical things they can do for students and like most universities have like a reserves department where they find a way to like create all these readings they're all accessible so like any kind of reader that someone might need like a Kurtzwell thing or like whatever they do all that they format it and they can upload it onto a website without like violating any copyright um infringements which like surprisingly profs are not always like on the up and up of like how to do that um which like of no fault of theirs it's not their job but um yeah I agree down with course packs (laughs) Remember that documentary we had to watch? I think it was second year where there was that. Like, I think he was a hacker, oh, and yeah. he was getting files off of. I think it was JSTOR. Yes, yes. Those it, uh, databases. That was a depressing documentary. Uh, it really was. Um, what was his name? Aaron. It was Aaron like Schwartz or something. Yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh man, we should revisit that. That was like, that was powerful. That was upsetting. Yeah. I know. Dang. So going back to the ebook thing, yes, I tried ebooks on my phone, okay. and I always found that there's so much else I could do on my phone. Yeah, but I've never tried like a Kindle or anything, or like a, a Kobo. So I think if I had one of those, I could maybe be better at ebooks. But mm-hmm. that's just another device I have to carry around, so I don't know. I know. Um, I definitely feel the same way. Like it seems like just carrying another thing around is not 
of purpose. Like if that was the case, I'd rather just carry the book around. 30 books at a time. (laughs) Yeah, please. I like to work out. I like to have some weights. Um, No, I just think carrying the book is better. I I did get like a Kindle as a gift once and um, it was so funny. It was a relative and she was so nice and she was like, okay, hear me out. You do not have to keep this. Like genuinely, like I want you to return it if you don't. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I was like, I felt really bad and I kept it for a week. And she was like, no, like legit. Like mm-hmm. if you don't want it, just get rid of it. And I was like, okay. Um, just because I like. Think I, I think I'd like one if like, I got it as a gift. I just wouldn't really buy one for myself. No, like it's not something you would buy for yourself, I think. Uh-huh. I don't know. And I, I saw this really funny post where like um, someone on Bookstagram was like, oh yeah, here's my my Kindle. Like this is my husband's solution for my bookshelves not collapsing. And I was like, yeah, like that is someone, like that's a gift that like you get someone, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. I remember the one post you made, it was like the, one of those this or that things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like, do you prefer hardback or paperback? And then mm-hmm. people you take, it's like, oh no, I just do completely all ebooks now. I don't have any physical books. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's a disaster to me. I I just have such an appreciation for like the physical copy and like, I think this goes back to um, kind of like when people talk to me about like, oh, like, what are you studying in school? And I say like, oh, yeah, like I'm taking like library science. They're always like, that's going to be extinct in like five years. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, it won't. <laughs> like, have you talked to anyone lately? Like, yeah, ebooks are fine, but they're not like something that like will replace. Uh-huh. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, even with the comeback of, like, vinyl, not that it ever really left. So, but, yeah, like, same thing with music. Yeah. I still buy CDs. And my dad's like, why would you buy a CD? You can just download all the songs. And I was like, because I, like I like to actually have the music in my hands. Yes, 100%. And DVDs, like, too. Like, that's not dying out. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I have, like, CDs. I have vinyl. I have cassettes. Like, I like having that. I don't know. It's just soothing to me. Um, I buy cassettes. I don't even have a I don't even have a tape player. Live your best life. You will one day. <laughs> I will find one for you. Um no, I'm really lucky. I like inherited my mom's like huge old stereo from like 2001. <laughs> and so it's good. Like I, yeah. It's good. I like it. Um yeah. What about audiobooks, Austin? Do you ever buy audiobooks? So I used to have an Audible membership wild or covid i just mm-hmm. i got rid of it just to try and save money when i wasn't working yeah and i haven't got back into it yet but that was nice because you get it's like 14 dollars a month and you get one free book per month cool and you also get discounted prices for everything else that's so that nice. nice i had that for almost a year i think oh awesome that's cool i i've never purchased an audiobook just because they're so expensive compared to like uh uh-huh. yeah that's fair which i didn't realize yeah. but overdrive and stuff and that, that oh, helps yeah. you but sometimes the wait like times are so long that I I always like I'm like itching to press like subscribe on the audible but I don't but I'm like <laughs> mm, I don't know I'm always tempted it's like um like those book subscription boxes like I'm always so tempted to give into that uh-huh. um, there's like a huge market there where like I saw one where like you subscribe to the box you get it and then there's a bunch of packages within the box that say, like, page 143, page 7. And anytime you get to that page in the book, you open the gift and it matches something happening in the story, which I thought was so I neat. I them all as soon as I got them. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cool. I really want to try that. Um, I might give that a go, like, in 20, 
21, maybe. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I think they're really popular. And, you know, I see a lot of people doing that. I, I kind of like the element of surprise, but I'm also like, I don't want to, like, I, I know what I like. <laughs> Very like, you know, like if you're buying something, I want to like it. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Remember, one of the funniest things I've heard you say on the podcast so far when we're doing our COVID episode, I asked you, have you been saving a lot of money because you're not going to Indigo? And you just kind of like stop for a beat. <laughs> Austin, let me tell you something. <laughs> it was a, a pause for shame. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that like goes into my next point, which is buying books online is so easy. It's a slippery uh-huh. slope. It's a really slippery slope. Um, and like Indigo is normally really fast at shipping. It's been a little bit slower because of the pandemic, which obviously is like nobody's fault. Thank you, postal workers, for doing everything you do. Um, but yeah, it's still way too easy. <laughs> you have like a general policy for general policy for uh for buying books online. Um, no, like I I was thinking about it and I was like, what like habits do I have before I buy a book and I feel like there's kind of two paths that I take one is like I'm going into the bookstore and I have something in mind either I've seen it like online I've heard about it from a friend and I go in there I look for that book I either find it or I don't but then I always walk out with like two extra books that I did not have an intention of buying (laughs) like I am such a browser that like I love reading the backs of them I always find something um And then my other normal habit is I'm online. I see a book that I know I'm going to love. It's either like another thing in a series. It's by an author that I love. Um, I've seen it on Goodreads and like people I know have loved it. So I know I will. Uh And then I buy that online. And normally that's how it goes. Um, What about you? I usually try to, if I find, if I see something I like online, Mm -hmm. I usually try to like run the gauntlet of the bookstore before I buy it online like mm-hmm. I usually like to look around a few like for a little bit before I actually buy it yeah. and once I'm pretty confident I won't be able to find it in stores that's when I order it online that's so good I, like I, I feel like the... sorry <laughs> oh no sorry go ahead the historical fiction the one about Rome I'm reading the series yeah I started off trying to find all those ones in used bookstores mm-hmm. so I think I got most of them but then there was one I just couldn't find anywhere so I just bought that one online but yes. I think I got a copy online, so I guess it kind of counts. Still pretty good. Still awesome. <laughs> um, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, yeah, you're really dedicated to kind of the hunt, the hunt for the book, I feel mm-hmm. like. That's good. I, I feel like I definitely notice, like, when I'm, like, busy or I guess when I'm in the middle of a pandemic, um, <laughs> my online shopping for books is, like, more prevalent than my in-store like if it was like a normal summer like I would be walking around uptown and I would like pop into like the bookstores there and you know I I do try to like shop there as much as I can but also like chapters has a really good reward system like the plum points um which I am like way too invested in at this point (laughs) but I I do take into consideration that like when they have promotions like oh if you buy three books you'll get like a thousand extra plum points this weekend um Uh we talked about this last couple couple weeks ago but I'm a big hoarder of plum points yeah we're adding up and I've never actually used them 
Wow. I, I use them once in a while. I, I will pull the trigger. That was a very Owen Wilson a while I wanted to say. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm really trying. Um, I'm working on my impersonation of him over the weekend. I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, no, I, I do use it. Um, I try to save them up as much as I can. I also like for a while there, they were offering a promotion where if you left a review for a book, they would give you like 50 plum points. And okay. I was leaving reviews left and right <laughs> every day. Like I was into it. And uh, it, it did add up after a while, which was nice. But then they stopped offering that promotion or like, I guess maybe I left too many reviews and they were like, girl, <laughs> this is not what we signed up for. Um, but you can still get like the 10 free plum points a day when you like rate their um, recommendations for you. Okay. I'll have to look so into it, it, it'll take like five years before it even adds up to anything, but I'm still doing it. <laughs> so Indigo's got me in their clutches is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I had another question I wanted to ask. Ooh, okay. Your top three used bookstores. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Um, okay. There's like a really good, like, um thrift store it's not just for books but they have like a really good selection there and it's um i want to say it's like in baden baden or elmira i always go with my nan and she's like a total thrifter and she just kind of like leaves me in the book section and i'm like cool i'll see you in a bit um so that one's super good and then i also love uh, a second look which is downtown Kitchener. Um, I have been going there like since I was 12 and riding the bus by myself for the first time. Uh, it's amazing. They've always had like the best stuff. Um, and I remember like getting like my first book of like Shakespeare quotations from there and like all these like box sets of like DVD series that I loved and uh -huh. just like always such good finds. Um, yeah, I love it too. Yeah, it's so good. Like it's just really great. Um, and then I also love Old Goat Books, which is Uptown Waterloo. Um, that one's just cozy. Like, you go in there and you're, yeah. like, instantly, like, you feel better. Um, and, yeah. So that's it. Hmm. What about you? Do you have any favorites? Old Goat's one of mine as well. I love that place. It's, it's like, a five-minute walk from our apartment, which so is kind of dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> we both said it at the same time. We're like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a killer. <laughs> There's a lot of really nice ones in Toronto that I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Yeah. But last summer, when I told you we were going to Toronto like every weekend to see Kate's sister, yeah. we would do a lot of store shopping, oh, which is awesome. also dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something about that that like you're kind of touching on. Like it almost feels like muscle memory, like when you walk into like these bookstores, because it's like you know approximately where they are. You're just kind of like wandering around, but you're like, I know that this is going to be good. This is where I'm going to go. Uh, There's something about it. <laughs> There's one in the Allura that's really nice. Twice oh. loved books. Okay. That's there were awesome. a couple times, but it's really nice. I love Allura. There's like so much uh, nice, like nature-y stuff. And I don't know, the restaurants, like mm -hmm. it's just a great place. <laughs> 10 out of 10. If you're in Ontario and you want to visit, you should. A more a more book more book connections. That's where they filmed a lot of Stephen King's It adaptation. So cool. Uh huh. That'd be awesome. That was, I, mean, I wanted to go there at first because I was like, oh, I want to go really? where they filmed It. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I I 
grew up going there to catch tadpoles um, in the gorge. <laughs> and I, I, this is like a weird fact about me, but I, I really like moss and like algae. Um, it's a really weird thing, but like as a child, like I was just like really into it. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's something about it. I guess like all those art lessons, like learning about like texture, I'm unclear, but they have some really good stuff um, down in the gorge. <laughs> and I am not a nature lover, but it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other questions off your notes you wanted to ask? Well, let me see. I always have lots of questions for you, Austin. You're my <laughs> my book friend. <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk to you about like buying books for people. Good question. How do you like how do you or do you even buy books for like loved ones in your life for like presents for like birthdays or Christmas or something? So I'm kind of lucky on that front mm-hmm. because so my family aren't big readers. Yep. So I don't generally have to worry about that. It's mostly Kate's family that, that are the readers. Okay. So I usually like to try and get a list of things they want instead of trying to guess things they would like. Smart. I remember we got you a Christmas present one year and I was trying to figure out what kind of books. Like I know because you've read so much. I was trying <laughs> to scan to be read list on Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. I feel like you and Kate are like the best gift givers. Like anytime you've ever got me something, like it's always so thoughtful. Like I remember you and Kate got me like this. I still have it like this David's tea set. And it was like a mug that with a handle and a straw. And I was like, you know me so well. Like this is just like, so like, this is it. And then you got me like a beautiful um, edition of like Stacy Schiff's Cleopatra, which I loved like super good. I feel like I, know I, can get you, I can get you moss for Christmas this year. <laughs> moss and algae hook me up. I love it. There has to be like some. Are you telling me that like in all these weird like Instagram TikTok communities, there isn't a fan club for like algae and moss? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I got to go find my people after this. <laughs> Bye, Bookstagram. It's all moss and algae-stagram now. <laughs> Back to your question. I usually I don't like to have, having to guess books mm-hmm. that people like so I don't know what they read or not yeah. so usually like I try to like, get a list of books that I want they want to get that's right. so just like a general idea how about you what, what's your general practice for that I like general. to <laughs> general practice I love to throw caution to the wind and go in for the kill Austin um I think because I'm in such a like a dangerous and daring profession of librarianship I I really just like to see if I can guess what people will like um, obviously, like, I don't go in, like, guns blazing and, like, totally, like, missing the mark. I, I know that, like, oh, if someone likes historical fiction, maybe they'll like this book. Or, like, oh, like, I know that we were talking about, like, Russian movies the other day. Maybe they'll like this, like, thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And, like, usually I don't buy books for people unless, like, like Henry always gets a book from me, either for his birthday or for Christmas. And, like... I always try to pick something really unusual that, like, he wouldn't really pick up himself, maybe. Um, But he's always liked them for the most part, so that's great. Pleasant surprises. I just want to go back. I was perusing the Instagrams. Ooh. And I found a page called, look for it to focus, Algae Fan. (laughs) (laughs) 
Algae fan. Don't worry, I followed it on the podcast page. Oh, excellent. Thank you. <laughs> They're going to be like, why is a bookstagram following us? <laughs> There's crossover. I guess there is a niche for everything. <laughs> Truly, there is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, is your family, like, are your family big readers as well? Um, like, I would say when they do read, they like what they do. I don't think that, like, they do a lot. I think my mom and my dad really were when I was younger because, like, they were still students kind of at the time. So, you know, like, like up until like age six like I was tagging along with my mom to like university lectures and like you know she would be studying at the library and I would be there drawing and like you know that kind of thing um so I think that definitely played a big role like my parents always took the time to like read to me before like I went to bed and stuff and like I know people talk about that all the time when they're talking about parenting but I really do think that like if you have that experience and you know that like that's when you get their undivided attention. That's like an experience you can bond together over. Like it does really make a difference. It'd be a good so. topic for Kate for a guest for the interview. Yes, our Hang on to that guest. thought. We'll use it in a couple of weeks. Excellent. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, no, I, I really am fascinated about that because there's so much like information and speculation about like how that impacts children. I don't know. I buy my brother's books a lot too. And they're really young. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. I like the idea of buying like your younger sibling stuff. And you're like, you're, you're going to like this whether you like it or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are going to be a reader. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Honestly, like I was really proud um, during this like quarantine lockdown in Canada. Um, my younger brother, like he likes reading, but he doesn't love, love it yet. And he found like a book series. He like devoured and it was like 12 books long and I was just so happy for him I was like live your best life like I'm so proud of you um so yeah I think this might be the year that like he's kind of in the zone for a series of unfortunate events and I'd really like to read that with him but we'll see uh start him I got distracted by by the algae fan thing (laughs) back to buying gifts for Henry when you buy Henry books does he actually read them yes Huh. Does does Kate read books with you? Why did not? You <laughs> I gave up on your books actually, but oh my god, that uh, was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like I bought her the entire Harry Potter book set oh. like three years ago, and it hasn't been touched yet. I'm getting dirty looks in the corner. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Kate's never gonna come on the podcast now because you just ruined our alliance. <laughs> No, um, I definitely do feel like sometimes I am, like, assigning <laughs> Henry homework when I give him a gift. <laughs> I'm like, here's your reading. Um, good luck. No, but he's uh, he's super great about that. Like, I think that uh, kind of what started our friendship, we've been friends since we were, like, I think 12 or 13. And, like, he remembers this story completely differently, but I found him very hard to talk to. Like, he was not, like, wanting to, like, have a conversation at all. But one of the first um, book series, like, we talked about was Percy Jackson. And, like, that was, like, really, like, okay, we're friends now. Like, we have a lot to talk about. We're really, like, into this. And then we read, like, a couple series together, I think, when we were, like, in elementary school. And then, yeah, it was always a big part of um, kind of our our chats. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was fun. 
I said last week I'm a very selfish book shelf person. Like I always either put Kate's books at the bottom where they can't be seen, <laughs> or when I buy her books, I make sure they would look nice on the bookshelf. Oh my god. That conversation was so funny. I was like, poor Kate. Like, her books are banished to the bottom shelf. <laughs> she was probably like, yeah, I would read them if I could reach them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll hear her side of the story when she's on the podcast. It'll be like an expose. She'll be like, actually, this is what happened. <laughs> you know, like, those How I Met Your Mother episodes where, like, Marshall is telling the story one way and then Lily comes in and she's like, actually... And then, like, the whole, like, episode is different when it's flipped. <laughs> That's what I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that explains also why you're Marshall and I'm Ted. Because you have a Lily, Kate. Boom. Got it. Excellent. I'm trying to find a way to argue against that because I want to be the Ted, but I can't at the moment. <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can share Ted. We can both be Ted. <laughs> It's like when you're little and you're playing on the playground and, like, one of your friends wants to be a certain Powerpuff girl and the other girls won't have it. But you're like, okay, we can all be Buttercup. It's fine. It's like that episode of Hike My Mother where they dress up as the breakfast club for yes. Halloween and they all dress up as the same person. They're all Bender. And I was like, this is the funniest thing. And, like, who was it that walked in the door last? I think it was, like, Robin or Barney. And they're just, like, so disappointed. They, like, throw up their hands and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you say? Oh, no. Go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say, so you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say on that note, Austin, we should always end with Bender. You should always end on a, on a good note, and Bender is a good note. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I've exhausted all my topics for this week. <laughs> Me too. I feel like we covered the bases of like my purchasing patterns and yours pretty well. Oh, well, have you regifted a book before? No, I haven't actually. Have you? No, I haven't. I like. Oh. To, I, I've told you I'm a book hoarder, so I like to hang on to everything that I get. But same. I I will tell you a scandalous um, story. I did meet someone once who said that she would read a book before she gave it to someone as a gift <laughs> like read a whole like she would buy it for them for like their birthday and then she would be like yeah i'm just gonna read it first i just imagine the person reading the book like oh that's terrible i'm not gonna end up giving it to them <laughs> <laughs> they decide it's not worth it that's so funny if i did that he'd be like oh this is a really good book i'm gonna keep it i'll get them something else that's it. That's like the way the shopping mentality goes like for I feel like Christmas in general, but especially for like book people. It's like one for them, two for me. I'll keep the one for them. <laughs> Kate did that Christmas this year. She got her mom a candle. Oh, like, oh candle. It smells really good. And mm -hmm. we have a new candle now. <laughs> <laughs> a classic. That's, yeah, that's every like shopping trip. I feel like <laughs> it's difficult. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's all I have to say for this week. Me too. Thanks for chatting, Austin. No problem. Thank you. See you next week. Yep, see ya. Bye.